Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Let it rain. I clear it out. Hey, I let it rain. I clear it out. Hey, chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. With a soda on the side. Chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I think in my old age, the thought of eating chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side, like my, my stomach just started hurting at the thought of that. <laughs> literally got the bubble guts just thinking about that okay sorry 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 <laughs> hey what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of keep running with Kendra Stacy. I'm so excited to have you guys back for another episode I don't get tired of saying that I'm telling y'all um I can't believe we're really here we are here we doing it episode after episode and today I am back with an episode that I have been dying to do for a long time, but I wanted to kind of get my thoughts together first. Um, as many of you know, I am in marketing full time. Um, it is what I went to school for. I absolutely am passionate about all things marketing. Um, I absolutely believe it is where I was meant to be. It is my lane. Um, but I have many failed marketing ventures. Um, so I have had a, my own marketing business and then I was trying to curtail that into like a marketing training business. And then I started doing like graphic design work and just all this different stuff. And then don't even add in all of the like content creator stuff I was doing that needed its own marketing. So I've tried to have a vlog before and I've had an app before. And um, most recently I have like my TikTok that's growing. And um, my cousin told me like, if it's Kendra going to do one thing, Kendra going to create a platform. And baby, here we are with my latest, which is this podcast. So I really do love all things marketing, have my hands in a lot of marketing things, love to have marketing conversations. Um, I'm even, so this is another venture, um, a part of a friend of mine, social media, um, consulting and marketing business, developing training. Um, and there's more to come on that. I'm not going to give all the juice on it just yet, um, until we like official officially launch. But of course I'm going to circle back with more details on that because <laughs> I am not even, I don't even care about shameless promotion. Y'all going to get everything I'm doing, honey. Um, so what I really wanted to do on this episode is talk about some of my favorite marketing tips, hacks, um, thoughts, things I wish people would consider, things I wish people knew. And since we are a fan blam here, since we not locked in with one another, I'm going to give it to y'all. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to give it for free, okay? Because the game is to be told, not sold. All right. Um, but still, when I start selling stuff, buy it. Love y'all. <laughs> so for now, I wrote out um, like eight different things about marketing that I wish people grasped, knew, considered, just would repeat to themselves when they're thinking through marketing for their business, for their brands, et cetera, what have you. So I'm going to just give you all my top eight marketing tips, hacks, mantras, affirmations, honey, just take it and run with it. So number one. <laughs> And I think I've said this before on the podcast. Number one, no amount of marketing beats time. That is my favorite one-liner. I will give that. That will be like on my tombstone, honey. No amount of marketing beats time. So you can forget all the gimmicks, all the like, oh, just do this and you'll blow up and all like forget all of that. It's only time that will get you results. 
So I really don't care what course you've bought, anything anybody tells you, even me being a person in marketing, if I sell you something like this is all you need to do. Literally, the formula does not work unless you plan to be consistent, unless you plan to work it, because it is only over time that people one, this is the the thing I get try to get people to understand. Think about how much content we are consuming every day and it's much more than people in the past had access to so even some of the foundational marketing things um that I learned you know in college or someone may give you like last year's book about marketing doesn't work this year like that's how quick things move and change and how different the world is but people consume so much content and are given so many things. And I always try to get people to recognize that while you business owner, a uh, brand person, whoever, while you may be on your mind all day, every day, you are not on your consumer's mind all day. You are not on your audience's mind all day. Ain't nobody think about you. No, if we just going to call a thing, a thing, we just going to be real. So you have to think about how long it took you for you to recognize that somebody was doing something, right? Or to understand what that business is, right? Think about how many times you're, you see a promotion for something and then are triggered to make a purchase or triggered to follow or triggered to want to do something about that information. And what a lot of marketing research will tell you is that even if you ask people, how many times did you see that ad? It's not even accurate, right? Like there are so many ads and so much content that you're given that your brain doesn't even take log of it until after a certain amount of time. So there was an old school rule of thumb in marketing with the rule of seven, which meant that you had to touch your customer, touch meaning um, have an ad in front of them, have a blog, have a something like just get in front of their eyes at least seven times before they did anything. My argument is that it's way more than seven now because there's so much content out there, so much that's going on in our worlds. You're scrolling social media all day and there's so much content on there. You're, you know, you go to watch a YouTube video and you get 80 ads in one video, right? Everything we do has an ad attached. I feel like if you do, if you go on an app, right? So I use apps to edit my videos for TikTok. Before you can export your video, you have to watch an ad, right? So think about how much you're given all day, every day. Um, and so I, my argument is that it's even more than seven, right? The rule of seven needs to be changed. So I say all that to say no amount of marketing help that someone will give you, um, get, you know, rich quick or do just do this and you'll blow up, baby. It's not going to be a one and done at all. Um, because nothing beats time. You have to put the time in and be okay with the fact that while I may not be seeing it now, if I stay consistent, if I stay locked in with it, then I'm going to get the results. But baby, that first week, nothing. <laughs> Your first 30 days, nothing. Okay, just set that expectation for yourself that I'm not going to get nothing my first 30 days. And I just have to be okay with it because we hoping by day 60, <laughs> by day 60, I'm hoping to get somebody's attention by then. Okay. Um, 
So keep that in mind. Manage your expectations because nothing is going to beat time. Nothing's going to beat the amount of time you have to put in. And doing the same thing over and over again for that extended amount of time is the only way that you're going to actually um, have your marketing take root. And that's not just like a, oh, small business thing. No, working in corporations, which I do professionally, right? Like I work for a, a multi-million dollar company, right? Um, and in the past have worked for the biggest company. Yeah. Yeah. Check the resume, um, a trillion dollar company. And even they will tell you the same thing that we as marketing people who are trying to keep our day jobs, honey, we know that if we present something to a marketing leader, we can't even give them a report of what happened the first week that we launched it. Cause that's, I can't, that doesn't prove anything, right. That doesn't give you anything. Or we'll say that the, um, it's too early, right. To give you results. So that's those of us that are really trying to keep our day jobs in marketing. Even we know when we present it to our bosses, we can't give them after a week because it just doesn't work that way. No matter how much money you could throw at your marketing, a week doesn't do anything. 30 days. Yeah. You might see something. Um, but really like you won't see the fruits of a marketing campaign until months later. And this is huge corporation. So think about your small business or whatever brand you're trying to develop. Okay. On to number two, that was lengthy, honey. Number two, and probably another one of my favorites, stop buying courses from people who went viral and now have big businesses because you cannot replicate that formula. I'm going to say it again without the dramatics, but stop buying courses for uh, marketing, for how to, you know, grow a business, how to do, et cetera, from people who went viral first and now have big businesses. And I say that as a cautionary uh, measure because you'll go into into their courses, into their trainings, into their webinars, what have you, investing your money, thinking that if I just apply whatever they teach me, I'll be able to do what they did, which is you are now seeing the fruits um, of what they did. And you're, you're thinking, okay, that's all I got to do. They, you know, this viral person told me um, that all I need to do is post this. I'm going to post that and I'm going to have the, the multi-million business that they have. When really... A lot of these people need to give you this step zero of their business, which is and which was I went viral. And that's what a lot of people don't want to really admit, Um, because if you trace back a lot of the more recent brands that we have come to know and love um, and not to call anybody out, but a lot of the brands we know and love come from people who went viral on their own and then. Of course, people are like, well, how are you going to make money from this? Like, you went viral. Like, what are you going to do next? You're going to have a T-shirt. You're going to have a, a hat. You're going to have a hair care. You're going to have makeup. You're going to have lashes. Like, what are you going to do? And me, and let me be full transparency, me as someone who's, like, developing um, my following on TikTok, I've had people ask me, so, like, what you doing? How you going to monetize it? Right? Just launch the podcast. People like, how you make money from it? So the the fact of the matter is a lot of these people went viral and then had a conversation either with the people around them. They had their own kind of hustler mentality. They ain't even, no shade, no tea, don't really got no business knowledge, but had their own hustler mentality and was like, oh, I got to flip this. I got the people looking at me. I'm getting views. I'm getting looks. I got the followers. How I'm going to flip this. So, um, so I would say think critically when you're buying marketing courses, when you're joining someone's webinar on how to develop a business, things like that that you are being critical of the person that is giving you the information. Um, so let's be clear. I'm all about critical thinking 
and media literacy and being able to read between the lines of what somebody is giving you. And just because someone is presenting the information to you, you should be critically assessing who this person is that's giving you the information. Um, on a side, I'm, I'm, I, I struggle with this thing. Y'all remember when the internet first came out? <laughs> and I know I sound super old, but when the internet first, first came out, I remember there was like such a, um, cynical feeling, I guess, or such a, a, a fear that like, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Okay. Right. Like I remember, um, having teachers who would say like, I remember we could, if we had to write an essay, for example, the teacher would say, okay, you can use the internet as a resource, right? Cite the internet, but then you need to go find two actual books to back up what you found on the internet. Because the idea was like, you cannot believe the internet. Like, don't trust the internet. I remember like I had a teacher, again, I'm going on a tangent, but I had a teacher was like, don't put your name on the internet ever. Always have an alias for the internet. You can't trust it. And the crazy thing is this is at the start of the internet. Now that folks can really track us and the, the technology is so like advanced, we just let our guard down completely, me included, because I love to save my password so I don't got to type it in, save my credit card so I don't got to type that in either. Because if I got to get up and get my credit card, I'm not purchasing whatever was in my cart. So let's be real. So I'm all about saving everything. Even, um, you know, the, my favorite thing that Apple created, I'm going to get back to the point. But my favorite thing that Apple did was when... um when you have to do like password verification or we're sending you this code so you can log in and they text it to you. And now your iPhone like knows you got that text. So they just plug it into the website for you. Genius. I love it. But just think about like, we have full trust. (laughs) We don't care at all. Um, But it was that kind of critical thinking that we had that like, you can't trust everything that you read on the internet. You need to verify, verify, verify. And now we just trust anything, trust anybody. They said it. So it's true. I've read it on the internet. It must be true. And it's crazy because you can have so much out there on the internet. Now, so many people are using it. So many thoughts, so many platforms, so many people giving advice and saying that their advice is the golden thing. And even me think critically about what I'm saying, even though I can back up my stuff because I got a whole degree and marketing and I'm a senior manager. But anyway, (laughs) so that was number two. Stop buying courses from people who went viral first and now have big businesses because you cannot replicate that formula. No one and has I've yet to see someone that can give you the go viral formula. They will give you a lot of tips and hope for the best. um, But no one can do that. And I promise you, even you could hire an agency and somewhere in a fine print, they're going to tell you we cannot guarantee Virality, virality. How you say viral in the additive? They can't. <laughs> they can't guarantee that you will go viral. They will work hard for you. They will be diligent, even though even you are paying them to make you go viral. And somewhere in the fine print, they're gonna say they can't guarantee that you will go viral. So you cannot replicate that formula. Number three, you. Here I go being dramatic. Okay, you do not need a photo shoot. If you haven't built a website, have your pricing structured or have your other business operations handled. I hate to see somebody have a photo shoot for themselves before they have a brand, like a product photo shoot. Like your products, you just got them in the trunk of your car, but you got a photo shoot announcing that you're doing something. I really, I feel like a lot of us like the sexy part of business, right? We like the marketing photo shoot. Um, to announce to our friends and to our followers that we have something new, that we're a boss, that we're a CEO, we're an entrepreneur, honey. Um, but 
it, you had a photo shoot for you, but for me to purchase what you selling, I got to cash app you? Mm, not liking it. Um, so that's what your investment should really be made in. The photo shoot should be like the icing on the cake. The last thing we want to look professional. So we need new photos, but that should be my website is built. My brand, uh, package is all created. I know my logo. I have my color scheme. I have my purchasing system and software, um, set up. People don't have to pay me Venmo. They don't have to DM me for more info. Um, if they want to make an appointment, they go to this website. They don't have to like text me. <sighs> okay. So you do the photo shoot later because none of it matters. None of your photo shoots and your pretty pictures matter if your business is trash. Let's be, let's call the thing a thing. I recently saw like, um, this was on the shade room and that's, it's problematic. And we could talk about the shade room a different day. No shade, no tea. Okay. Um, but they, it was doing like a, the shade room investigates and it was calling like this wig business out for scamming people because the images of the business owner in the wigs didn't match the wigs that her customers were receiving. And this is what I mean. You have the pretty pictures, you have the photo shoots, but your customers are receiving crap because you don't have your operations stood up. It was taking long for them to receive it. So now people feel scammed. So what's the, what's the point of a pretty picture? If your business doesn't make sense. Now you scamming me now. Now I feel like you're a fraud. So please don't do the photo shoot until you stood up all the other aspects of your business. That's the last thing you need to worry about. Okay, number four, build a million-dollar business from the jump, okay? think We're thinking the million-dollar business when we're getting started in its infancy. If your business is solely based on your two hands, you will never be bigger than what your two hands can do, okay? So if your business is, is built on you painting cups by hand, you will never be bigger than what your two hands can paint. And that means how much you can do in the day, um, how much time you have to devote to it. That means you're not making money in your sleep because, child, you got to be up painting. So you need to be thinking about, and, and while that can remain an element of your business, right, having, you know, custom hand-painted, hand-crafted, hand-carved, you know, items that can absolutely be a part of your business, you need to be thinking about how I can be making money my paint, my cup painting business can be making money without my two hands being on it. So even if that means, um, at my church, they say something like reproduce yourself, um, or replicate yourself, something like that, but being able to have somebody else be you is what you need. So even if you are teaching other people, right, you've written out your standard, uh, practices or your standard operations for how you paint your cups, do that so that, now you got four hands painting cups, right? So you have that written out. Or you're thinking of other ways that this paint, um, this cup painting business can maximize itself, again, without you having your two hands on it, right? So if that's like, oh, paint and sip, that's a concept everyone likes now. So you are now doing paint and sip classes. And now you are just painting one cup at the event, but all these other people are here. Does that make sense? You have to be thinking in that way of how do, if I was to get 100,000 orders tomorrow, how could I fill those orders? If you don't have an answer for that, then child, you will never get 100,000 orders. And I'm just going to call it like I see it. Okay, number five, pay people to do the stuff you don't want to do. 
However, comma, uh, uh, semicolon. <laughs> know exactly what you're looking for and then manage your expectations because you are going to get what you pay for. And this is me venting. <laughs> this is my trauma speaking. Um, because I found people will want to pay small business owners will want to pay someone to do their marketing because child, I'm trying to sell the stuff or I got my day job going on and all this other stuff. And I'm not trying to be posting all day. I just need somebody to help me with my marketing. And whenever I hear somebody say that line, I'm out. And for that reason, I'm out. Cause as soon as they say, I just need somebody to do my marketing, do what? Cause marketing is like literally the broadest term ever. What do you need me to do? And if you don't know that, then we got a problem. Because chances are, if you don't know what you want me to do, then the price you're going to give me or the, the, the budget you have is going to be very small. Because you don't even know the, the amount of work it takes or what you actually need. So you're going to budget something really small and then expect the world in return. So I, I, I am all for you paying for someone to do something for you. And I have reached out to people to do things for me. Like, I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast. My cousin wrote um, like the bio for the podcast for me and other like written copy text um, for my podcast because I hate writing. Like, I'm not a fan of writing, really. I like talking, as you could see. But I don't really like writing. So when it it just was like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to ask my cousin and um, ask her for her fee. And I'm going to just pay it and get it done. But I knew exactly what I wanted. I was able to tell her I need a bio for me as the host. And I need a short blurb that describes the podcast. I gave her a list of uh, similar podcasts that I would compare mine to and similar um, influencers or content producers that I would be akin to and told her, this is what I'm looking for. So she returned, was like, okay, this is what I charge and I'll be able to get you a draft. Here we go. Right. Um, but being very clear on what I was expecting in return, um, on what she was able to do, on what I needed and then managing my expectations, right? So if the person, if, if, if your budget is $150, you got to expect $150 work for, uh, say, a, a editorial calendar. Let me attach it to something. So if you are asking someone to give you 30 days worth of content for $150 and want to know why they're giving you the same picture 100 times, baby, that's what you pay for, right? Um. And we're not saying, uh, oh, it only took you two hours to do it, though. But, baby, that's 30 days worth of content. That's what we're talking about. So be clear on what you're paying for, right? You want somebody to build you a website for $250. You're going to get a $250 website. You are. And, and and be clear on that and be okay with that, right? So if they tell you, hey, for $250, I can get you one page with a picture here you're gonna have to write your own text that goes on it but I'll put it in there and all the buttons will work you get what you pay for so make sure you know but it's still cool to pay people to do the stuff you don't want to do because we need to get the stuff done so let's be clear this is another reason why you should take your time when building your business so that if you are financing things yourself build it brick by brick what happened to that what happened to us building things brick by brick we want the instant gratification of just bam I got the building so let's do that Number six, and I'm moving, honey. 
um, learn the algorithm of the platforms you're using. So you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to write the book on it. You don't have to um, teach the class on it. It don't have to be perfect, but you need to learn enough for it to be helpful for you. So here are some um, just high level. I'm not even going to like get into the, the nitty gritty, nitty gritty of it all, because this is the kind of stuff that I like. So I'm going to keep myself from going too far down, but let's say this simple, simple, simple learning algorithm. If a platform, so if a social media platform that you're on releases a new feature, if you use that new feature, they're going to push you and promote you because they just released a new feature and they want everybody else to use it too. Okay. This is why they usually release new features to the, the biggest people on the platform because they want to show off this new feature, right? If the main premise or the main goal for social media platforms is, and it typically is, or it always is, is that they want to keep you you, the audience, you, the consumer, you, the person on the other side of the phone, they want to keep you in that platform for as long as possible. Because if they keep you within that platform, they can serve you more ads. They get more eyes on their stuff. They get you using it longer. That's a lot more money, right? Than if you are just out, just not engaged, not interested, not visiting, right? I need you trapped. <laughs> I need you to be a captive audience in my app, in my platform, because then I have metrics to then give to advertisers and other people that I can then sell and make money off of. Okay. Um, so things like that. An example is when Instagram released the reels feature, which is basically like TikTok videos on Instagram, but whatever. But when Instagram released the reels feature, post reels, <laughs> like it, and as simple as I can make it post reels when you're posting content because they want people using reels they're trying to build up that part of the platform they want more of that content which means the people that are creating that content get pushed more simple learn the algorithm so they just really released a new uh, um, feature I'm gonna use that one I'm gonna get pushed right um things like tiktok use viral sounds so they have like a section when you're adding sounds or like the music or whatever to your um, video, use the ones that are viral, use the ones that are popular right now, because obviously they are popular because they're being used more often. So it's telling TikTok people like hearing this sound, people like videos attached to this sound, push that out there. Again, I want, they want to keep people in the app. They want to keep people engaging with the content. So if they like this sound, they like videos connected to this sound, I'm going to push this sound and the video attached to it more often. Use video sounds. Um, also on TikTok, the more comments and the more shares you get, get you pushed more. So TikTok, they want you sharing, that they prioritize sharing the video more than anything else. So the, if you can get people sharing your video um, and commenting usually helps with that. But if it's that kind of content, TikTok then says like, oh, I need to get this in front of more people, right? Because I'm, it's it's generating so many con comments. People obviously like it. It's being shared so many times and getting more people in the app who might have been elsewhere, right? Like somebody shared it, texted it to their friend, and now they're doo -doo 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 in my app. Oh, okay, this is the kind of stuff I need to be pushing more and more. Um, so learn it to some degree, even if you're not a genius. And I just got a little nerdy on you because I love algorithm talk. So even if you're not a genius. You need to learn enough of it. Um, number seven, your customer wants to feel like they helped build you. 
So um, let's. I'm I'm keeping it all the way real. Okay, period. Your customer, your audience is just like a man. Okay, you need to feed their ego by making them feel like it was their idea, even if it wasn't. We're not gonna say who idea it was, but you just you need to make them feel like it was their idea, and just be like, yes, babe, yeah, that's a good idea. See, babe, that's why I always ask you because you be knowing. You really do. Thanks. Even though I facilitated the whole thing, I'm the one that put all the pieces there and you just had to do 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 and put it together. Um, but yeah, good job, babe. Pat on the back. That's what you need to do to your audience. Even if you have pre-planned everything, right? If you know you're about to launch um a new line of t-shirts, you need to get them feeling like, girl, why you don't have no t-shirt? You be like, Oh, why don't I have a t-shirt? Let me see if I could get t-shirts. When you then launch your t-shirts, you have um, signed up brand ambassadors. They don't even know they've signed up, but now they're brand ambassadors. They're loyal. They feel like they had a part in it. They feel like they helped you figure that out. And now look at you. They helped you fix your crown queen. So now they're going to ride for you. They're going to promote you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to be like, look what she did. I told her she needed to get t-shirts and now she got t-shirts. That's how you do it. People want to feel like they help build you, which also goes to say sometimes, and this is, I'm going to say this with a little asterisk. Sometimes <laughs> everything doesn't have to be perfect, right? So at least, what do they say? Good is the enemy of great. Something like that. Or um, perfect is the enemy of done. Some Something along those lines. Sometimes you just got to get it done. We just need to see something and then you could ask people for feedback and get people involved and, you know, they'll help you figure it out. Again, you may have come to these conclusions on your own, but when someone feels like they were a part of it, they're now I'm sold. I'm in it. I'm, I'm, this is me. This is me and you baby. Um, and if you look at your favorite influencers, they make you feel like you're their niece they your sister, they your cousin, auntie, they your best friend, whatever. And you feel like we in this thing together. I've watched you grow. Um, I've been a part of it from the part of it from the beginning. Like I always find it funny to people who find out about an artist first and they be like, no, I was here before it blew up here before you went viral here before it took off because people like that feeling. They like feeling like they built you up. And the last thing, number eight, um, is please pretty please be your own brand ambassador um I know typically hairstylists are good at this um well certain hairstylists that I know but hairstylists that make sure they keep their hair done because they feel like I'm a walking advertisement for what I can do right so people typically will not trust a hairstylist who hair look janky because it's like sis if you can't do it for you how you gonna do it for me Mm, help me understand so be your own brand ambassador that means people need to be asking you where'd you get your shoes from if you sell shoes where you get your lashes done if you do lashes people need to be asking you about your stuff and then you need to be pointing back to your own business So whatever it is that you're into, I don't care what it is, you need to be your own brand ambassador. I think more people are getting comfortable with the idea of paying an influencer to promote it or um, I love your content. Can you post me and things like that? Or can I send you this package and you post it? Very fine. Good. I'm all for that. 
But at number one, brand ambassador is you. So outside of you running your business's platforms on your own personal platform, you need to be promoting your stuff, but not in a salesman-y way. Promote it the way you would want an influencer to promote it as like a part of their daily ritual is to use this skincare. And you want people like, oh, word, like you like that serum? Yeah, I really like this. Put me on. Now you're sending them to your skincare, not someone else's. Now you sent putting them onto yours, but you've done it in a very natural way as your own brand ambassador. You you can do that. I think people haven't seen luck in the past because on their personal pages, they tell their followers, buy my skincare, buy my makeup, buy my shirt. And no one wants to see that. I'm just going to be honest with you. None of us want to see that. I'm scrolling past that because I don't want to be sold another thing. And that's when y'all getting, you know, everybody getting their feelings and get mad. Like, y'all don't support nobody. Y'all don't. I, it's the shame that strangers support you more than your own family. It's because don't nobody want to see that on their timeline. I ain't signed up for that. I ain't signed up for you to be like, buy my shirt. And you already done sold me three of them shirts. I ain't tell you to start the shirt business anyway. But anyway. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Be your own brand ambassador in an authentic way, in a way that you would want your favorite influencer to do it. And they typically do it by making it seem natural, um, by not trying to just sell you, sell you, sell you, but just it pops up, right? It's just there, quote unquote. And these are all like sarcasm. Um, but do that for your own business. Do that for your own brand, right? Be known. So um, for me, what things am I known as? Typically on social media, I get a lot of where'd you get your shoes from, where you get that outfit from when I do like my travel reviews, things like that. Like where you got that from? How genius would it be if I could say, oh, this this dress right here, I got it from this brand. And then wink, wink, that's my brand. <laughs> right? Wink, wink, I own that dress company. But hey, you asked me where I got it from. This is it. And boom, now my I'm my own brand ambassador. I wasn't, I didn't tell you to buy the dress. I didn't say I got dresses on sale. I just was wearing the dress, look fly when I was doing it. And now you want it. Hey, here. I I I I I I I know where you can get that dress. <laughs> and do it that way. Um, so those are my eight things. Hopefully you've learned something from this. Um, and have latched on to just a little bit of something. I do one day want to teach like real um, marketing courses. And like I said, I'm developing some training with a friend of mine. So I'm going to have some marketing courses available. And this is how I talk, honey. I'm not going to give y'all no fluffy stuff. Um, I'm going to just keep it all the way funky with you because a lot of people are selling fluffy stuff. They are selling you stuff that you can't do or don't need to know or already know. Because I, I, I promise you, I have sat in many a course, many a a webinar, many a seminar, many a uh whatever. Downloaded the ebook for it, and it's if if number one on a course is be encouraged or something motivationally sounding, uh, exit out, <laughs> quit, just leave, because that's the fluffy stuff. I promise you, if I go to another, oh Jesus, if I go to another empowerment brunch. And the only thing I get is to write the vision and make it plain. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, we got that, babe. Got it. It was in the Bible. I got it. I don't need you to tell me that part. I got that. 
what's next right so let's be clear I don't want to give you fluffy stuff because I hate the fluffy fluffy stuff myself so hopefully you were able to take something from what I shared and please know this is how I'm always going to give it to you real rap raw okay all right that's all I have for you love you guys um and we'll talk to you next time I love you there's nothing you can do about it keep running